0: The message you're about to listen to is produced by Sierra Media. Tell us on the word of God is working. Tell us on us the word of God is working. We're going to be looking at guarantees of answered prayer. This is the last in the series. Amen. Guarantees of answered prayer. Now, it's important we reiterate a few things, especially those who might be seeing this broadcast for the first time. Let's welcome our viewing audience. Those of you watching by television, this is Charismatic Renaissance International Church. Make them feel welcome right there in their homes, wherever they are watching. Hallelujah. What is prayer? We said prayer is a verbal request made on God the Father based on his word with his promise to meet that need. And if you've been following this message by now, you should know that definition. Am I right? Number two, we said prayer is inviting God to intervene in the affairs of men. Prayer is inviting God to intervene in the affairs of men. Number three, we said prayer is partnering with God in his redemptive plan. Prayer is partnering with God in his redemptive plan. All right. Now let's. Look at that definition. We gave prayer is partnering with God because for many, they don't understand the importance of prayer when it comes to the fulfillment of God's plan. Let me just read a few scriptures, then we'll run. Matthew chapter 9, verse 37. Jesus is talking. Then he unto his disciples, they have as truly as plenteous, but the laborers are few. Jesus is talking. He said the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Verse thirty-eight says, "Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest." Now, talk to me now. You say there's a Lord of the harvest. And I still have to talk to the Lord of the harvest to send for laborers into his harvest. Did you get that? It says, God is the Lord of the harvest. It says, pray therefore that the Lord of the harvest, the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into his harvest. That means God's work on earth will not be done without prayer. God's plan on earth will not be fulfilled without prayer. Are you out there? So it's very important that each of us realize the importance of prayer. He says, the harvest is plenteous. The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Okay? He says, Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that is plenteous, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. That means God includes man in his plan because he's the Lord of the harvest. He could as well do whatever he wants to do. But he says, no, you pray that the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest. What does that tell you? There They're certain things God wants done in the earth that will not be done without prayer. So a lot of times you're waiting on God and God is waiting on us. Are you out there? We're waiting on God, and God is waiting on us. Tell us God is waiting on you. Tell us God is waiting on you. All right, now let's look at Zechariah 10, verse 1. Zechariah 10, verse 1. Look at this beautiful scripture. It says, ask ye, watch this, ask ye of the Lord, rain when... It's time for rain, Lord. Lord, it's time for rain. But he says, you're going to ask the Lord, rain in the time of the latter rain. Lord, it's time for rain. Yes. He says, but you ask me. Ask you of the Lord, rain. In the time of the latter rain. He says, so the Lord shall make bright clouds. And give them showers of rain to every one grass in the field. We know the Bible says the field is the world. We know the Bible says all men are like grass. So God says the outpouring of the spirit is in response to prayer. The outpouring of the spirit is in response to prayer. So if you want to see the move of the spirit in an area, you gotta pray. Because we are in a time of a lot of rain. See. None of us here is waiting on God. The truth is, God is waiting on us. He says, "Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the land of rain." So when you ask him, He says, "So the Lord shall make bright clouds, and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in the field." So God is saying, "If you don't ask for rain, I won't make bright clouds, I won't give showers of rain." Everyone grass in the field. So what's God telling us? Nothing just happens. So in your life, you could be waiting for certain things to happen, and God is waiting for you to do what it takes for that miracle to manifest. Hallelujah. Isaiah 45 verse 11. Isaiah 45, verse 11. This is God talking. Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and His Maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons. Did you see that? And concerning the work of my hands, what did He say? Did you see that? So God says He wants. To see my hand, you've got to do some asking. You've got to do some praying. He says, concerning the work of my hand, command ye me. Say something. Demand something. Hallelujah. Are you following me? So it's so important we realize the importance of prayer. Because many things in your life will be left undone until you pray. The Bible says you have not because what? You ask not. Then it says you ask and receive not because you ask how amiss. Because there are some people here who don't have because they're not praying. There are some people who don't have though they are praying because they're asking amiss. They don't understand that there are rules that govern prayer. Hallelujah. So we're looking at guarantees. What makes me sure that when I pray, I'll get answers? We say, number one, pray based on the word of God. Pray based on the word of God. Why? Because every prayer prayed in line with God's word becomes a legal obligation to God the Father. When you're praying the word of God, you are making a legal request and a legal demand on God. See, it has to be granted. I gave you scriptures, Genesis 32, 9 to 11, 2 Samuel 7, 24 to 29, and many others. Number two, we said pray to God the Father. You see, the knowledge of God as Father will actually change your life. You see, there are what we call spiritual bastards. There are many people who are not born again. They are without the father. They are without the father. Then, there are those we call spiritual orphans. And these orphans... Are Christians, but they have not come to understand that Christianity is more than a religion. And I use that word int- intentionally, because when you are filling your forms, they will write religion, right? What do you mark? Christianity. I know that Christianity is not a religion, but to communicate certain things, you have to admit that there are reli- there are some religious things we do as Christians. Because in religion, there are observance of duties. There are things to do consistently, all right? But it's more than that. The fact that we go to church, that's religion. On Sunday, that's the religious part. On Wednesday, those are activities. But there's more to that. Christianity is a vital relationship with God the Father. And until you understand that prayer is a conversation between a father and his child you can approach prayer differently. Prayer is a conversation between a father and a child. When a child approaches his father or her father, they are fearless. And they come with an assumption that their father can do anything. And that's what most people call childlike faith. Are you out there? Let me look at a few scriptures and clarify this to you. Matthew 7, beginning from verse 7. Hear what Jesus said. He says, ask. And what did he say? Talk to me now. Talk to me now. Notice what he said. He says, ask. Demand it. Request it. And it shall be given you. Then he said, seek. What did he say? And you shall find. Knock. And what did he say? Verse 8. Let's read verse 8 together. One to go. For stop there. For how many? Does that include you? It says, For everyone that asketh, does what? That means every time I pray, I should expect answers. He says, for everyone that asketh, receive it. Then he says, and he that seeketh does what? And to him that knocketh, what did he say? Verse 9. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Talk to me now. Will he give your child a stone for breakfast? How I many of you gave your child um, stones? To so take us candy to school last week. Did anybody do that? Because is leading us to prayer. He wants us to understand that prayer is a conversation between a father and his child. Hear what he says. He says, o, or what man is there of you? Whom if his son asks bread? Will he give him a stone? Talk to me now. Verse 10. Or if you ask fish, will he give him a serpent? If your son asks you for fish, will you give him a serpent? Next verse. It says, If ye then mean evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to who? That means he's letting you know that the father wants to answer your prayer. You're talking to a God that wants to answer your prayer. But many don't know that. They feel that we're trying to make God do what he doesn't want to do. It's a wrong view of God. He say it's a religious view of God. See? He says, you are father. You know how to give good things to your children. How much more? You, you, he says, You're evil. And you know how to give good this gift to your children. You say, how much more in your heavenly father? Give good things to them that ask him. So you can see that the, the picture of God that Jesus reveals is far different from the picture of God we grew up with. Tell someone God is. Ready to answer my prayer. Sitting pray. in God is ready to answer my prayer. Lord, Jesus, pray. One more time. Lord, Jesus, James 1.17. Look at this. This is the half-brother of Jesus, James. It says every good gift and every perfect gift is from where? Did you see that? This is Jesus' half-brother. Mary's child from Joseph. Jesus is Mary's child from God. James is Mary's child from Joseph. His half-brother. So he lived with him. He knew Jesus. So he says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh it down from where? From the Father of lights. With whom is no variableness, neither what? He says, God, God hasn't changed. So you cannot claim that God gave you sickness. You know there's some people who believe that God gave them sickness. You say, uh, the Lord gives so and so cancer to glorify him. Nonsense. If you study your Bible, you will know that sickness is a work of the devil. Acts 10, verse 38. The Bible says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of who? The devil. So sickness is an oppression of the devil. God doesn't give people sickness. So if you're sick right now, God didn't give you that sickness. The devil did. The devil did. Are you all there? On God is a good God. God is a good God yes he is see so with the picture of God we see in the scripture it's different Jesus gave us a, a, a good picture of God the father he says he will give, give, give good things to them and ask him for everyone to ask and receive it because this father we're talking about is a generous father Even the best of fathers can compare to him, Is saying, hallelujah. All right, Matthew chapter 6. We're reading from verse 6. It says, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to who? Talk to me now, pray to who? Pray to who? I said, pray to who? Pray to thy father. Notice what he said, pray to your father. Say, God is my father. Is my father. Say that many. say God is my father. Is my father. And say like he said, God is my daddy. Is my yeah. Don't pray like an orphan. Do you know that when you're living with someone, your attitude is different from the children of the house? Don't pray like an orphan. God is your father. He says, Pray to your Father. Then he says, Which is in secret, and your Father, which is in which seeth in secret, shall reward the how? Openly. Then he says, But when ye pray, he's telling you, when you pray, use not vain repetitions, as the hidden do. You know, when people pray, there are different ways we we'll pray. I grew up with my, my parents and my mother, um, there's a way she likes to pray. She would pray, Oluwagbawa, 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 Oluwag Jesus, 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 Oluwag Bawa, Oluwagbawa, Oluwag Bawa. Yeah, that, that's why I grew up. That's, it of vain repetitions. I've heard of people who say that when you want to pray, you call the name of Jesus three times. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, they start praying. Give me a verse for that, a scripture. You don't see it in the Bible. In the name of Jesus, you start praying. Before you pray, say the blood of Jesus seven times. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, 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 before you talk. I would not doubt that some of these people, either their parents were native doctors or, no, sincerely, they are born again. But there are certain things they learned or their parents were occultists. Some of you, your parents, as they are, are still going to juju houses. So, the, the, the view of God you have is one harsh God. He has a long beard that reaches ground. Hallelujah. Jesus said, When you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. Whew. Do you notice there's a difference between the prayer of Elijah and the prayers of the, of, the, of the prophets of Baal? They prayed and prayed and prayed. They started cutting themselves because they feel that the more they suffer, the more Baal will hear. Elijah just built the, the altar. The Bible says, repaired the broken altars, repaired them. He killed his, his bull, put it on top of the altar. He told them to dig a trench around it. And he poured water. Said they should put more water. Make it difficult. So they know it's God. that answered the prayer. Your fire come quick. They said there was a So put water. And he prayed a simple prayer. After he finished praying, he says, let these people know that I've done all these things according to your word. According to your word. And fire came out of heaven and consumed the sacrifice, consumed the stones. That's nuclear energy. The stones, fire-burned stone. Have you seen it before? The fire-burned as high as the block will fall. But this one, even the block, I you know it's rocks so against for those altars. Are you aware of that? He just prayed a simple, those people were caught in, he would say, maybe, maybe Baal went to the market. Maybe he's pooing. Maybe he went to we. Shout more, shout more, shout. And that's the way we, we think we want to pray. I've read of stories of those ancient saints before they got the word of God, how sometimes some of them would put pain in their body, stab themselves with pains all over their body. Think the more they punish themselves, that's the way to get God's attention. And that's what some Christians still think till today. Say, God is my father. Is my father. Yeah. It says, But when ye, Kabaronske, soje vo hakin on usuchu, vregden askons, eggdenish gishtingach, agregons gishtinuski, sovrunsko fahares, letroskosov roktinigach, agtishtishtum vunga, agreskonsov roktinis, letres go filar, sonjo victis. If you only take me at my word, you will find out that the things you're demanding for will happen a lot quicker. But many doubt me and wonder if I'll really answer. Yes, they pray. Some even cry. But they think that the more they cry and will before me, the more and the quicker I will answer. But that's not true. I have loved you from the foundation of the world. I gave my son for you. Who told you I won't answer your prayers? Before you prayed, I'd already made the answers available. Make your demand on me and expect me to answer your prayers, says the Spirit of Grace. Hallelujah. It says, when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the hidden do. For they think. See, the prayer is based on assumptions. For they think that they shall be heard. How? For they are much speaking. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to give you thanks. We we'll trust you. Your word says, some people will just be looking at me like this. But then they think, that I can't pray, I go change things. was say, Jesus! Jesus! That is not what makes it work. Oh. According to thy word. Some of you like all those gymnastic churches. Say, brethren, we are going to pray. To you. Are you ready? Hmm. Hey, hey, are you ready? Say like this. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Set your machine gun. Somebody, are you ready to blow the devil up? Get your bazooka, your grenade. Let's pray. Boom, boom. Some of you went to such churches. You take position on the ground. Ka-ka-ka-ka-ka. Then roll. The devil said, say, Kai, say foolishness. Oh. <laughs> some of you have seen yourselves. You liked it. Then some is water cane. Says so today we are going to flog the devil. Then they take king. Brethren, start. Thwa, 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 thwa. The weapons of our warfare are not cannon. Someone shouted Jesus. So you're sweating for nothing. Say, yes, I've killed the witches. See, sweat. Somebody will soon, you'll soon hear somebody will die. It's exercise. <laughs> Just tell yourself you want to exercise. Then the wicked one is the one that said they will eat pepper. They say, everybody come with pepper. Say, so now we are going to torment our enemies. I believe members of those churches are also wicked. For you to be wicked enough to eat pepper against yourself. Say, are you ready? Say, hold your pepper. Now, eat it. <laughs> eat it. Your enemy is, is suffering right now. The devil is just looking at you. Kai! Don't deem Oh, think about it. I thought most of those people, their fathers were native doctors. It's voodoo they wanted to do, but Jesus doesn't do voodoo. Relax. Don't drink water. <laughs> let, it, let God be showing your enemy. All your head sweating. <sighs> Some of you have gone to churches where really you <laughs> are laughing. Thank God God delivered you by this commission. (laughs) Praise God. I wonder which verse they use for that. Because I heard that some of them find one verse one way or the other. Look at this. It says, but when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do. For they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father, know what, what things you have need of, what did he say, before you ask him. We are not offense. We have a father. Ephesians 3, verse 14. When I was taking my training in pastoral ministry, Actually, general studies, I I didn't take pastoral ministry. And there's a lady when you share something powerful, she will shout, Papa. I saw our intimacy with God. As we share something about what what faith achieves and they are sharing, she goes, Papa, like God. He drew copper high and a son shall follow heroes. What is this? What a relationship? She's not a bastard. She's not an orphan. She has a father. You know when an orphan wants to pray, most gracious, everlasting God, the one who created the heavens and the earth. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. How would you feel if your child wants to talk to you and he comes there and says, the chief judge. <laughs> the man of so-and-so kingdom. The man who first built the first upstairs. The man. <laughs> if your child comes to you like that, you know something is wrong. Even you, if your wife just comes and says, hmm, just the way you just define up, hmm, things are better for you, hmm, my husband, huh, I'm privileged to be your wife who, you say, what do you want? <laughs> Am I right? It's a conversation. Just think of love and Alex form a union, they come to me and Alex says, the best dad in the world. Love says, pastor of CRIC. Then Joshua says, <laughs> the, the, the host of New Vision and Sound Dynamics. The husband of, our, my, my, of my mother. The man from, I would say, what is happening here today? That's the way we talk to God when we want to ask us something. Jesus said, when you pray, say, our father. Which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Simple. said so when you pray, say "Our Father." Pray to your Father. It's a relationship. See. If you're gonna get results in prayer, they're sending things to go to understand. You're talking to your daddy, and he's a daddy that loves you, a daddy that wants to meet your need. Let us pray. Sister Jim, pray. Okay. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Papa God, I take God beg you. Papa God. I take God beg you. Someone is praying. Or they say, Jesus. Help me bear God. This month, I don't need praise this. Help me. If not, he sing when I don't commit. Tell him, see. (laughs) Jesus said, in that day, I'm not going to pray for you. He says, because the Father himself loves you. He says, talk to your Father. It is a when you pray, say my father. Uh-uh. It says when you pray, say our father. That means just as he's the papa of Jesus, he's also my papa. That means whatever he would do for him, he would do for me because as he is. Are you out there? Say God is, my God is my father. Yeah, he's my father. He's my father. Look at this very quickly. Matthew, Matthew 6, quickly. It says, Be in your teeth, therefore, like unto them, for your father knoweth what things you have need of before what? How many children, when they were born? So they say, I beg, Mama, that baby caught. As wicked as human beings are, they start buying baby things where the baby is born. The Bible says, eye has not seen, nor ear heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things, notice, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. He said, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. Then we go to verse 12, that's 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. But we go to verse 12, it says, he says that we have not received the spirit of this world, but the spirit of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So he prepared them before we were born again. When we got born again, it became our rights. See? So when I'm praying, I'm only making demands on God based on my rights in Christ. Are you out there? Let me read something very quickly. Ephesians 3 verse 14. He says, for this cause, I bow my knees unto who? The father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom, of whom, of whom what? Of whom what? I belong in that family. Do you know there are some families that they, they, they are very poor? They are poor, they, they, they have a lot of hardship because of the father they came from. And there's some families that are rich, they are favored because of the father they came from. It says, above my knees before the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom or from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That means even while I'm here on earth, I'm part of that family. Are you following me? So I can begin to enjoy life from here before I go there. Are you all there? All right, let's move on. Number three, we said pray in the name of Jesus. Can you remember that? John 16, 23, in that day you shall ask me nothing, and whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Verse 24, he told you, until now you've asked me nothing, ask and ye shall receive that you may be before. Number four, pray in faith. Pray in faith. And this is one thing you need to take seriously. Pray in faith. That's on. Pray in faith. pray in faith. That means when you pray, expect your answers. When you pray, expect your answers. When you pray, pray in faith. Matthew 21, we're going to read 22. It says, All things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. What did he say? Believing, what did he say? You shall receive. The condition for answered prayer is faith, believing. You shall receive. Mark eleven twenty four. What did he say? He says, therefore, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, what do you do? Believe that ye receive. When do you believe that you receive? When do you believe that you receive? When do you believe that you receive? I said, when do you believe that you receive? When do you believe that you receive? Because everyone that asks it does what? So when I'm asking, I should what? Because everyone that asks it receives So I'm asking now. So Father, I believe I receive my answers. I may not see my answers now. But faith is the evidence of things not seen. So how do I know I got my answers when I pray? Because God says for well, everyone that asks it receives it. I just asked. So what? I have received are we together? You can also see James 1, 5 to 8. James 1, 5 to 8. says, any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. I give it to all men liberally. And it says, um, without fault finding, on a bread not the King James, professor, without fault finding, I shall be giving him verse 6. It says, but let him ask in faith. Faith is the condition. If you're not asking in faith, you won't get it. So, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Now, what means doubting? For he, he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven the wind and toss. Next verse. For let not that man think, then he shall receive anything of the Lord. Let not that man think. So, the reason why many people don't get an answers to prayer, because when they were asking, they didn't believe they received when they asked. Number five, we said, have faith in your guarantee. Can you remember? Have faith. That's what we stopped last Sunday, right? Number five, we said, have faith. Who is your guarantee? Huh? Jesus is your guarantee. Have faith in your guarantee. Romans 8. Verse 31 and 32. Have faith in your guarantee. It says, what shall we then say to these things? If God